Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. When we resist, it's like trying to stand against waves in the ocean. Instead, you could just like grab a surfboard and ride it. Yeah, go along for the ride. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Evans, welcome. Hi, Lori. 
unquestionably awesome. What are some questions? This is, first of all, let's just tell people if this is your first time tuning in, this is a podcast about all things ridiculous that are also truths in your life and in the very world. big truths. Very, if you want to know, like instead of watching CNN, watch Questionably Awesome because, and I don't know how you're watching it, but you're probably doing <laughs> it right now in a couple of clown suits. So it's, it's worth it. It's worth the tune in. Yeah. Every time. World news right here coming at you live and in a hilarious way. So with that said, what type of news are we going to tell the people today, Evans? We're going to keep it lighthearted and happy news because that's what we need right now. That is what we need. And that's what we've heard that you are all enjoying. So yes. I'm guessing that we are accompanying you. Um, I've got two guesses. In your house or on a, on a socially distanced walk? I bet you're right. <laughs> Those are our only options. Yeah. You know, it used to be like on your drive to work or maybe in a, a, in a jet plane going this. Maybe oh. on a treadmill in the gym. Yeah, gym? Ooh, remember those? Remember gyms? <laughs> those were nice. Those were motivating. Those were... Now, I used to not like gyms. I think I like gyms now. Yeah. If I ever hear somebody be like, I don't want to be at Soul Cycle with them, I'll be like, shut your face. Yeah, get in there. Remember 2020? <laughs> get in that bike and sweat with people. Make sure they breathe on you and... <laughs> Shake people's hands, hug them, love every minute. Close as you can, make a human chain. I don't know, that's terrible. <laughs> How are you feeling with the quarantine? Do you miss people? What 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 are your feelings? No, don't miss them. I see them on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, don't really. Self-proclaimed introvert over here. I have been, um, and I'm just being like, this is just true for me right now. I know that I will miss them very soon. Um, but for right now, I have been, Evans, I've been like crazy building businesses for eight to 10 years. And it's like, I've been having to be super social every single weekend. Um, you know, during the week, I take a lot of meetings and I know that I'm about to right after this take so many freaking meetings for my company, which I cannot wait for. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing people every day on Zoom. I'm seeing like... Sometimes I'm seeing my favorite people. Sometimes I'm seeing business people. Sometimes I'm doing meetings for Light Pink for investors. Like I'm actually really enjoying the time of having my home to recharge in while also being out in the world and doing a lot. I'm just creating so much purpose for myself right now that I am like in a really great place. Um, and Chris and I have been talking about this a lot of making sure we stay in a routine and, um, you know, I've made meetings with a lot of my favorite people. So I get to see you every week. I, I feel very fulfilled right now, which is kind of crazy. How about you? I know that you are hunkering down with the family and you're creating yes. really great scenarios each day. Tell me about the scenarios. The scenarios. I love that you're creating a routine every day. We're working on that. Adam and I are. Um, we are staying with our... By the way. What's that? How many days have you been there? We've almost been here a week. Yeah, that's not very long, especially when you're in another person's routine. So give yourself some grace. And everybody listening, I just want to quantify that I've been working at home for, you know... 
I, over 10 years, I don't even know how long. Um, so I was able to do this a lot quicker, but you've been there a week. You're in someone else's routine. Do tell dish the dirt. I'm going to dish all the dirt. Um, (laughs) we've been doing morning walks, which is really helpful. Nice. And also just like you said, giving yourself grace because we're, we're having trouble just figuring out how to work our jobs and what a what is what do things look like? Am I allowed to eat the snacks? Which I totally am. But it's, <laughs> it's like just snacks are whose? Is this is this his shelf? So so tell us where you're at in case someone did not tune into the last one. So we actually left California and safely road tripped to Adam's parents' home and we're staying with them and we've all been quarantined here. So we're we're not being social or anything like that. Um, but we lived in a really small apartment, so it's nice being here. They have a yard and we can walk in their neighborhood. So I'm super thankful and they're just amazing people. And I think what I'm realizing we were talking about this morning is that the last year was really about us in a lot of ways because we had a wedding and there was a lot of attention on us. And it's, I think it's nice to have this time to put attention on other people and get to know his family and bond with them. And just slow down. That's the, I know not everyone has the luxury right now to do that, but it's really special to be with your, your in-laws and your family. And just, I don't know. I don't think we'll ever get, ever get this time again. So trying to make the most of it. Yeah. That's something that I want to point out to anybody who's, you know, freaking out. And I get it. If you are an extrovert or you have not been home, or this is just a really scary time in general, especially being home, it's easy to spiral into like your thoughts can truly take over. Um, But I think it's when we shift our focus into, wow, if if somebody gave me this space in the past or like said, hey, what if I gave you two full months to be at home and figure out what you want to do or give yourself a, a little bit of extra time every single day? Would you take it? I guarantee people would be like, yes, please. But because it's forced, it feels a little bit different. Um, So it's just... that's. That's what I'm thinking too right now is like, I will never get this much time at home without needing or having to go out or feel like I need to make sure that I'm seeing a ton of different people. Like I'll never get this time. So I'm going to use it. So um, what is, what is happening for me though, is I do struggle a bit around like three, three 30 because I get really tired because I'm, I work out in the morning, then I work and then I, Anything for me sitting over like two, three hours, I start to get like a little bit crabby or irritable. So I'm learning that when I feel that, I'm going to go do one or two house tasks and then go sit down. So I turn on some music, I go clean the kitchen or fold some laundry, I go move my body, and then I come back to what I was doing for maybe another hour. So sometimes when our brain is like, oh, you're going to go sit for another two, three hours after this, Uh -uh." it's like, no, no way. Start happy hour now, like no. <laughs> so I'm you know, struggling with that too. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna go move my body, and then maybe for 30 minutes, I'm gonna go sit back down and write, or answer those emails, or finish up what I was doing. Like, I'm really trying to look at moving from the tasks that I truly want, the number one tasks, into like number two things that are productive still within the house. Maybe it's a lot of organizing or something like that. Exactly. So some of my friends have small kids and they're also working full-time and it's just like, what do we do and how do we entertain these little people and also keep our jobs? And there's a lot. So I feel like the theme is grace right now. What are they doing for that, for the kids? 
Um, honestly, that my best friends were telling me they're just managing it. They're just taking it moment by moment and haven't really figured it out yet, but are just doing the best they can with what they have. Good for them. Maybe we need to invite them on the show once in a while. <laughs> yes. We can. I mean, we can zoom some other people in. So be all right. Except we'd probably just hear like, ah! exactly. <laughs> it's just a bunch of kids with the zoomies like running around in a circle, like screaming. Can't blame them. That's how I feel too. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, this would be crazy if I was a little kid because I would not have learned to manage my emotions this well. Me neither. <laughs> okay. So shall we do a review? Oh, yeah, it's really nice. Right? I can't wait. This is from Marie BD. Marie BD. Marie BD. Marie says, since the first day I listened to this podcast, I've loved that you make me laugh while also making me think deeply about how to live my best life, my best and happiest life. This podcast always brightens my Wednesday, and now it's even more important to me given this wild time we're in. Thanks for bringing a sense of normalcy and a lot of humor to this difficult stretch. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay awesome. Wow, Marie, that is freaking so amazingly nice. Make sure that you email customer service at lauriharder.com so that we can send you something equally as amazing as you. I don't think that's even going to be possible because it's probably only going to be a coffee mug or a t shirt. <laughs> you are like infinitely more amazing than either of those things. So I agree. So yeah, I'm going to draw a card for you, Evans, instead oh, of a cool. So which one you want? Just point. Um, how about, yes, okay. right there. Hold down my finger. She chose this one. It's got two owls on it. And it says, when I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. So when you lean on your faith, peace becomes real. That's that so good. That actually, I read this morning devotion every morning, and that was kind of the theme of the devotion too, that you just have to have faith in um, knowing that everything's going to work out as it should, and that there's something bigger than all of us that's looking out for us. So I really love that. I love that. There was a, a quote that Chris and I had read this morning. It's a famous quote. It is, I can't remember who it's by, but I love it. It's Everything turns out good in the end. If it's not good yet, it's not the end. So there you go. The end. Okay. So here we go. My faith has the power to turn trauma into healing, conflict into growth, and fear into love. Faith, faith, faith is the theme today. Um, Faith has been my theme through this whole thing. So I'm just leaning into an idea that this could potentially be a uh, reset in the world. And if I'm being totally honest with what is being said in my head, it's this is a reset for the world. And I'm having faith that that's what it is. And I'm not resisting it. It's like when we resist, it's like trying to stand against waves in the ocean. Instead, you could just like grab a surfboard and ride it. Yeah, go along for the ride. For that ride. Um, It's all we can do. It's literally, if you are still resisting this and upset about it, you are going to have the worst next month or two of your life. So you need to start looking at it as why could it be for you? How could this be actually in your favor? And any other mindset than that, I'm telling you, I'm reading so many different books on being a leader because of my new company right now. And it is like, leaders are born from uncertain times. Otherwise, you wouldn't need a leader. And also it's like... 
just these are the times that you get to learn about yourself and learn about your strength and create your strength. And um, the number one trait that they have found in leaders is resilience and adaptability. So being able to adapt quickly to ever-changing times and how are you going to adapt? Like, How are you going to shift your life around so that you make this time a good time and you make your days good days? Because so many people would dream of being home with their families and now we get that opportunity. So let's not like... It's not permanent. Nothing is permanent. So... Just a season. You have a QQ. Yes. Okay. This is about resistance. Le resistance. Um, this is from at Karen DeSaris. And Karen asks, do you ever come up against resistance to deepening your connection with self? Ooh. Whoa. Whoa, Karen, that was deep. You tell, Evans, because I feel like you probably are doing this right now. Do or you ever come up against resistance to deepening your connection with self? I I'm trying to figure out if I know what this question is asking. Asking um, with like figuring out what you want in your life and your purpose and your like self-love. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I resist this every single day of my life. <laughs> and um, so many, there's so many signs in my life all around me. And I put that pointing me towards projects and creative things and, I completely just bypass them all the time. Like, no, I need to do this. Um, so do for work instead or what? Do I what? What do you end up doing when you bypass them? Stuff for work instead or some work things and then just happy hour or what? Oh, yes. A combination of both. I also right. I have this um, guilty mindset of feeling like I need to have, like I need to put 8 trillion hours into my daytime job and uh, am I guilty for if I finish all my work in four hours like am I allowed to take the other four hours and work on my own personal project or something it's ridiculous wow so like a series I I found myself doing this yesterday it was like this addiction to guilt like around not getting done what I wanted to get done and I was like what would I feel like what would it feel like to not feel guilty about this right now and just let it be and I had a lot of trouble figuring out what that would feel like. But it's kind of like detaching from that, like letting go over and over and over, um, and just getting done as much as you can and letting that be enough because we're never going to get done everything that we want ever. Like, ever. We're never, like, I don't even know a single crazy successful person who's written books on like accomplishment and being indistractable who gets everything done that they want in a day. It's just, we overload our plates if you are somebody who wants to create and is a go-getter. So it's like really almost getting even more realistic with yourself and letting it be okay what you do accomplish if you even accomplish one or two things. Like, I don't know, starting to get... For you, if you get things done in four hours, you almost need to create a mantra around that, don't you think? Like, hey, I did my work today. Now I, I, I'm I can be done worrying. Like now I'm going to let this go. And for the rest of the day, I'm going to be clear until tomorrow, you know? Yes, 100%. It's so easy, but I don't know why it's so much... It feels so much more fun to resist things. Because it's a brain addiction. It's literally you're addicted to it like you're addicted to, you know, um, chocolate eclairs. I don't know if that's what you're poisoning. <laughs> What's your... What, what are you... What do you actually think as a human? 
you're addicted to, like food and food wise? Oh, food wise, sugar. <laughs> and there's probably no sugar in that house right now, right? Oh, there's zero. It's literally everywhere. Yeah. Tell me, does she have like just drawers? Does she fill it with candy or does she just say, you know what? Screw it. People just want the sugar. So does she just have drawers of sugar? Like pouring out, you open them and they pour out. There's what's, there's a lot of homemade baked goods. Oh. And there's also this delicious cinnamon bread from the frozen section in Whole Foods. I had no idea this existed. It's heaven. Of course there is. Do you know why? Because mother-in-laws find that shit. Yes, they they do. In their house, and then they force it on you. Exactly. They're like, would you like this delightful bread right now? And I'm like, of course I would. Yeah, because do you want to know what the underlying tone is? If you don't eat this, I'm going to feel really bad about myself, and you don't like me. (laughs) Sugar. Wait, what's your your food? (sighs) My food uh, is more like a drink. Um... (laughs) But for real, like I've, so I, (laughs) this is a funny, funny time and quite amazing. So I have to finish all of my uh, testing for my flavors for my alcohol company. So we literally are supposed to be testing one to two cans a night because I'm comparing it. And this is my seventh round of tests, which now I have like one or two that I think are final. But every, I'm supposed to be getting it done. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to drink tonight. Then, you know, six o'clock hits. I can make it till six. So this is really good. That is good. I mean, six and seven hits. And I'm like, well, I have to test anyway. So I might as well, I might as well just take these two cans and test them. Thankfully, they're like really light. Thank God it's only 100 calories a can and one gram of sugar. Um, so I feel really good. I don't feel like I'm drinking. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's honestly what is getting me right now is just the the addiction of like, oh, okay, I did all my things for the day. I worked really hard. I worked out. Now it's time to relax. Where in the evening, it was much more like, you know, Chris is working later right now because of all of his stuff. So we're not, we're not getting all of our walks in that we were stopping yesterday. So now we're going to start the evening walk, which I think will be a nice big distraction for me in the evening. That's really good. And I'm really excited to try your new drink. When you are back, we're having a light pink evening. I can't wait. And I also love your branding. I started following you guys on Instagram and it's beautiful. Well, thank you. And that is um, such a temporary page right now, but everybody go follow it. The page is not temporary, but you'll see our um, true branding all rolling out really soon. It's just Ooh. like kind of temporary tiles up there just for space holders. Well, I like it. Well... Thank you so much. So it's at Drink Light Pink. Do you have another cue? Of you- course. Um, oh man, this is like what we just... Okay, at Britt Marie Ladner, she asks, when you face resistance, how do you decide to either pivot or push through? Oh, Can someone tell me the answer to this? Can you tell her? Um, don't do anything that I do, Britt Marie. <laughs> By the way, Evans, you're doing great with your life. I just have to point that out. I think it's really important for people to like, if I was in your situation right now, I I actually think that you have so much just grace on yourself and for people because I, I can tell you, I would be, no matter how great the people are because of how I'm wired, 
I would be losing my shit right now. I could hardly spend a week in the same place with like people outside of Chris and my own dog. So, so I will say you are doing freaking amazing while working, while making that happen and making the best of it. Like that is incredible. So I would do what you're doing. And that is probably bringing in an incredible amount of patience, grace, walking, self-love, talking, because you'd never, you would be a giant mess right now if you didn't have those things. Thank you so much, Lori. And I just want to everyone to know that I've had plenty of tears. So it's not like it's all... <laughs> totally. You're just so good at actually reframing once the tears are done. Right. You just got to let them out. I'd say let the tears flow. Yeah. And maybe that is the answer is actually like, look at resistance, look at what it is. Don't get so mad at it because it's so freaking normal. And just go and do like one thing instead of the 10 things. I think that's what resistance, why resistance starts to feel so hard is because we're like, I have so much resistance. Why can't I just do these 20 things a day? I'd feel so much better about my life. Well, that isn't happening ever at all. That's like with your, you know, your creativity dates, like maybe just one little small date a week, that's 30 minutes to an hour. And that's where you start instead of like creativity every day. Then that just becomes a nightmare. Yeah. And then you get mad about it. And then when it, and you just hate it. And I don't think that's right. No, I don't either. It's, it's like, even when I started doing guitar lessons, like, because I was doing them so often, I was getting so annoyed. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm picking it up kind of when I want through this, because I noticed that I turned it into a chore instead of fun. So it just depends on what you want. Like, what do you want? If it's not fun and it feels like a chore, then maybe you shouldn't do that. Right. Good point. Who knows? Um, All right, Evan. So tell me a little bit about um, some wisdom that has come out of the Midwest. Oh, man. Um, You're not really seeing it. You kind of are. (laughs) What I love about the Midwest and the people here is everyone is so... (laughs) No, I was going to say family... I can't. <laughs> no, they're really um, family or <laughs> just kidding. I'm, totally, I'm from the Midwest, so I can say all these things that are not actually totally. Oh, I'm dying. I think everyone from the Midwest is very, um, it's really nice how people are like, they very, they ask about how you're doing. People want to check in on their neighbors and just let you know what's going on and they're keeping a buzz of the situation. And I think it's important to make sure you're checking on all your peeps. And that's what I'm learning right now. I love that. And they, they truly are like the most like, what can I do? How can I help you? And here's everything going on. So (laughs) like, I mean, my Midwest people and family, they are keeping me abreast of everything. That's like my mom too in the South. She's like, oh, well then this neighbor's doing this and this is this. And I'm like, how do you know everything that's happening? I think that they have, do you remember those tin cans with strings that like, that were telephones? I think they have those all strung up and they get on the tin can every day and they're like, Martha, Martha, are you there? (laughs) Martha, Martha, how's your casserole from last night? What'd you put in? Did you put everything in the cabinet in? 
I did noodles. I did tuna fish. I did cream of mushroom soup, cream of chicken soup because I had it around and why not, you know, throw that in there. Then I had some saltine crackers left over. So I just sprinkled a little of those on top and I put some Parmesan crisps as well because I had some of those from the party we had three months ago. They were going bad. So I checked them in. I did. You, that's like my mom. I I made that casserole. It's exactly what I did. It's so funny how every mom, like when I go home to my mom, I'm like, mom, why do you have these from like 10 years ago? She's like, well, we might use them. Like, no, it's expired. If it doesn't smell, it's not bad. It's fine. Look, would you eat it if you were starving to death and you'd be just fine? I do know how many times Chris is like, this expired last month. I'm like, are you kidding me? Parmesan cheese lasts like three years after it's made. If it's in the shaker cut can, you guys do not, do not take this from Whole Foods. You will be eating just a blue rock. It's fine. <laughs> You'll be having blue cheese. But if it is Parmesan cheese in a shaker, if by craft, you're good for at least seven years. Truly. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> well, I think that's really great advice from the Midwest. No yeah. Um, I just want to put a little uh, asterisk on there. Midwesterners need not take this personal. We joke. I'm from the Midwest. I might make that casserole tonight. Same. It sounds delicious. Everything casserole. So (laughs) everyone just hang in there. Everybody hang in there. And a great idea is if you have some lunch meat that's about to expire soon, put the everything casserole inside of the lunch meat and roll it up. And put it out like fancy appetizers with a little bit of brandy. Perfect. Perfect. Any company that you don't have at your house. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you guys. Until next time, be questionably awesome. And we'll be here to help you with that. Bye, Evans. Bye, Lori. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am 
always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.